Listen, just because I've self-published two books doesn't mean I know everything there is to know about self-publishing. It's a proven fact, well, proven by my own Googling, that there are millions of web results and thousands of publishing experts that'll help you get your book out into the world. Actually, forget proven facts. I experienced firsthand what it's like to really mess up the second time around after you think you got things down pat the first time. Let my blunder be a lesson to you. Welcome back to the Why Are We Shouting podcast with me, Jill Salzman, here to help entrepreneurs get down to business. I want to talk to you about small business blunders, ways that entrepreneurs shine, and valuable lessons about growing your biz. This week, we're going to talk about how assuming makes an (gasps) out of you and me. In 2012, I published my first book. It was a whirlwind of a time, but I loved every second of it. You know when people ask what your methodology is for writing things? I didn't really have one. I knew I wanted to write a book, and one night I sat up in bed. The chapters just came to me. They kind of fell out onto the yellow line pad that I had sitting next to my bed. So I woke up the next day, and I was completely ready to get the work. The outline was sitting there waiting for me to fill it all in. I knew what I wanted to write. It was going to be a short bathroom read. Highlight on the word bathroom, because I know nobody has any time in the mom entrepreneur world to do anything. Those are our private moments, and I really did want to share them with you. The first half of the book was going to be a how-to for the entrepreneur. The second half would talk about how we do all of that stuff with our kids around. As I was writing, I started to reach out to all of the important players. I reached out to my graphic designer, and I told her that I really wanted help designing a cover that people would gravitate towards because... We all know that people judge books by their covers. I asked my neighbor who dabbled in drawing cartoons to create some illustrations for my book. He lived across the street from me and I knew him to be a hilarious guy. I told him that I wanted the illustrations to be really playful and funny, sort of mental breaks as folks read through the different pages of the book. I hired an incredible editor I'd heard about through the grapevine named Amy. She worked and reworked my words with me for months. It taught me that no matter how good a writer you are, you can't ever try to go without an editor. They're pretty clutch. I mean, I think I'm even really good at editing my own words. But the amount of writing and rewriting that Amy did alongside me really proved to me that you can't get outside of your own head. You can't actually edit your own words with other viewpoints without other people. It sounds really ridiculous when I say it now, but that's something that never occurs to a lot of writers. So if you're sitting there thinking you're going to release something without another set of eyeballs to look at it, I highly recommend you go look for a pair. I figured out pretty quickly that I didn't want to go with a publisher. How? Well, I'd found an agent and I had her shop the book around for a little while to a lot of big publishers, but my patience wore really thin. A lot of them took a long time to get back to us. Some of them said, yes, we'd gladly take you on, but we're not really going to do anything for you in the way of promotion, which for me personally was a big reason to sign on with a publisher. And besides, I'm all about DIY. That's my entire career. So why not do this myself too? 
Around the time that I was doing all of this, my second daughter was about two years old, and every time she forgot something, she'd walk around the house and she would say, oh my gosh, I forgot. And it was so cute to us parents that I decided the name of my new publishing company was going to be called Pagat Press. The book, it's called Found It, A Field Guide for Mom Entrepreneurs. It's cute, it's kitschy, and it's very short. I picked a release date, and then I hosted a big book signing party at a local restaurant. So many people came on a snowy winter night. It was a ball. I never had more fun signing autographs. I found a distributor who graciously distributed my book to stores and to the king of book publishers online, Amazon. Fast forward to 2018. I had the itch to write a book again. This time, it would be different for two reasons. First, I wouldn't write the same type of book. And second, I'd skip the distributor and I'd go direct to Amazon to publish it. I'd been writing daily emails to the members of my organization, the Founding Moms, for a long time. Whenever an email went over well with my readers, they'd hit reply and they'd let me know just how much they appreciated what I had to say. So I thought, what if I took the most well-received emails I'd been keeping track and put them together in a book? That made the writing part really easy because it was already done. So I called Amy, the editor, back and I brought her back into the fray. I asked her to edit round two with me. I also went back to my graphic designer, and I asked her to do another fantastic cover. I couldn't decide on a title, so this time I let my husband name it for me. That's why the book is called The Best Business Book in the World, According to My Mom. His idea made me laugh so hard that I had to go with it. I wanted this to be another light read even more playful and helpful to readers to keep them in check about the fact that business does not have to be boring. Which is what led me to ask my designer if we could break the book sections up this time by color. It'd be easier for a reader to find out what she wanted to read about. And it'd be a lot of fun to read with a lot of different designs and colors. So I asked my two little daughters to design icons for the legend that would be at the front of the book and my designer went to work with all of their drawings. The outcome? It's pretty stunning. If you ever get a chance to hold it in your hands, you'll see exactly what I mean. But here's the kicker. Having done all of this before with a successful book launch, you'd think the second time around would be a piece of cake. It was most certainly not. I decided on a release date, so the Founding Moms team spread the word to the world. We marketed the launch date like crazy. So we surely needed to get the book uploaded to Amazon for distribution before said date. And a few days beforehand, I did. I uploaded the book. Amazon told me, upon uploading that book, that the minimum amount I'd be allowed to charge for each and every copy was a whopping $50. I couldn't charge $50 for a book. It was because of the color. No one told me the color pages would add so much. Of course, saying this to you in hindsight makes it a duh moment. But I was in shock and I went into complete panic mode. I even dragged my graphic designer into panic mode with me. We had days before the release and there was no way I could conceivably sell my book for 50 bucks. 
My designer and I started going back and forth, back and forth, trying to figure out how to cut the book down. We couldn't take the color out at this point because the layout and the design essentially depended on the color. I mean, it would have been awful if it was in black and white. So we started whittling away at it. Back and forth, back and forth some more, clipping and editing and clipping paragraph after paragraph out of the book. There were sleepless nights and very agitated days, all because I didn't read the fine print. I just knew it would be fine because it was the first time. Do you remember me telling you that the first time around I had a distributor who probably would have let me know that the second time around color is not an option? Ugh, lesson learned. Do these lessons ever stop showing up? The final print version that was uploaded to Amazon for printing upon purchase ended up being very different than what yours truly intended. The next time you stop by Amazon and you look up the best business book in the world by Jill Salzman, I highly recommend that you purchase the Kindle version, not the print. You don't call. You don't write. Do both, will you? Call or text me at 708-872-7878 or go to jillsalzman.com slash podcast to record a message so that I can talk to you in a future episode. Shout out to Amanda, Lindsay, and Aaron for making this podcast with me. And thanks to you for listening. I'll see you next week. 